Hey guys, welcome to the number 175 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I'm Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Sorry if I do sound tired, uh, school has been really busy for me recently, and I've been doing a lot of work for uh, broadcasting for my uh, newsletter, for the website, prepare preparation to the cool sports network and then a big nba draft my nba mock draft 1.0 first round pre-lottery is going to be coming out probably on the 15th and then we're going to be breaking down the wizards pick on the 16th before the big day of the lottery on the 17th but today is going to be the grand day why breakdown trades that the wizards could possibly do for bradley beal if they do decide to go bust what kind of trades can they make, right? What can the Wizards do to improve their team? Well, let's get into this right now. Again, a newsletter, a link in the description, website, link in the description, Cool Sports Network, link in the description. I am sorry I haven't posted as recently on the Cool Sports Network. I've just had a lot going on uh, with NHL first round wrapping up and, and some big games in there like Game 6s, Game 7s. You're going to be seeing a lot of content on there. NBA Conference Finals started. Recap a second round, preview the Conference Finals. You know the drill about that. Uh, NFL news is kind of really quiet right now. And we're probably going to see some MLB talk coming up as well. So a lot of things to break down. That NBA draft is just a little over about the way. And you got to bring out mock drafts. You know, really big deal. We know how big we take the NBA draft around here. So uh, subscribe, follow, share, and view to everything. And, um, yeah, let's get into this. And today's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. But I've orchestrated a couple trades that I personally believe would make sense for the Washington Wizards to do in this year's offseason if they do decide to get rid of Bradley Beal. So, start. The, this would be a trade involving the Portland Trailblazers. Now, we know what the Portland Trailblazers need. They didn't trade Damian Lillard at the deadline, which seems crazy since they've been basically blowing up their entire team. They didn't. They traded Norman Powell. They traded CJ McCollum. But they did not trade Damian Lillard. They're trying to free up cap space to get a star to build around Damian Lillard. Well, again, all of these trades have to happen. Either assign a trade or Bradley Beal accepting his player option. In this uh, um, universe that I'm living in with these trades, it is just a simple fact that Bradley Beal accepts his player option. So Bradley Beal would go to Portland to team up with um with Damian Lillard, right? You, you free up all that cap space, and now you have the money to get a player like Beal. To do so, though, you're going to have to give up Eric Bledsoe, Josh Hart, a 2022 first or 2025 first. Um, to me, this trade makes perfect sense for the Wizards if you are blowing it up. You get rid of Beal's contract. You get Eric Bledsoe's one-year deal, but then you could just let him go at the end of the season, and you could use his abilities for this season, right, making $19 million. You could use his point guard abilities this year to – um, you can basically use his point guard abilities this season to develop Porzingis, to develop Hachimura, to develop Kisper, to develop the rookie, assuming they don't take a point guard. So, you could use Bledsoe, and then Hart is a good young player, and um, and I think he would honestly really fit with the Wizards. He could play a lot of shooting guard, which that is definitely a position that they need. And in this universe that, they, that they're blowing it up, um, you're – Trading Gadebius Caldwell Pope. So you're honestly not going to have much of that small forward shooting guard spot filled. You could get that with Josh Hart. You get two first round picks as well. Um, but I think it's actually a positive for Portland getting rid of Eric Bledsoe's contract, which is very heavy at this point. He's definitely fallen down since his amazing year with the Milwaukee Bucks a couple years ago. So 
Um, now this trade would be would, would involve the Cleveland Cavaliers, and I think this trade's a little more realistic. Um, Cavaliers, a little uh, v- very good season, let me say that, but disappointing towards the end. They were able to they did not make the playoffs mostly because Jared Allen wasn't there. But you can honestly create a big three of Garland an All Star, Allen I'm pretty sure was an All Star as well, and you could get a third All Star. I know we didn't make it this year, but you know Beal's an All he's an All Star player. Let me just say that. So you'd get Bradley Beal. You'd have to throw an Anthony Gill into this deal for contract purposes. And the Wizards will get Kevin Love's one-year contract worth about $29 million this year. Lamar Stevens, a 2022 first and a 2024 first. To me, this is a good trade. You get Kevin Love only for one year. Then you can let his money go in free agency the next season. You get Lamar Stevens. Again, you're getting rid of Beal in this alternate universe. And you're getting two first-round picks. It would make sense for Cleveland. And it would make sense for the Wizards. So I do think that trade does make sense. And some of these trades may not be realistic. Now, I think there's two trades. That trade and then another trade that are really super realistic. That the Wizards will actually probably consider doing. If they do decide to move on from Beal, but you never know. This one's very unrealistic, but I think this is the most the Wizards could possibly get for Bradley Beal, and it's trading Beal to the Memphis Grizzlies in exchange for Stephen Adams, a 2022 first, a 2024 first, and a 2025 first. I know that seems like a lot, but you're not giving them a young asset. You're not giving them a super big contract either, and uh, and it might not make sense, and it, it kind of actually doesn't make sense uh, for Memphis to take up that much cap. Uh, in this trade, considering they've already been a great team. And who knows if John Morant didn't get injured, how the series against the Warriors would have played out. And that's another thing. I did not put a trade with the Warriors on here. We've heard the rumors about Beal getting traded for Andrew Wiggins and all that. Andrew Wiggins was an all-star starter this year. Now, I think, I, I think we all agree that Beal is still better than Andrew Wiggins at this point in their careers. But it wouldn't be worth doing a big trade, giving up first-round picks, and the, and the Wizards are only going to do a deal where they can get young assets of first-round picks. So while this trade is a possibility, it frees up a lot of cap for the Wizards. It just doesn't honestly make sense. Neither does this trade. I mean, it's more realistic than the last trade. And the reason why it's it's uh, not realistic is because the Wizards are actually gaining cap space. I'm sorry, I'm talking fast. The Wizards are actually gaining cap space with this trade. So they trade Bradley Beal to the Denver Nuggets in exchange for Will Barton, Michael Porter Jr. and a first-round pick. Now, Michael Porter Jr. is on a very long contract. Five years, nearly $30 million a year around that range. At least for the next couple of years, it's about $30 million. I don't think the Nuggets do this deal. Now, I, now if they do this deal, it would be because uh, you get a, a shooting guard for Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic to pass the ball to, and it really spreads out the floor for that. And again, it opens up more opportunities for, again, Jokic and Murray. But there's no way the Nuggets are going to sign Michael Porter Jr. to that heavy of a contract. And then we're like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to trade you. Why not? And then we'll get back by the way. No. They're not going to do that. So this trade honestly doesn't make sense, even though I think for the Wizards, outside of gaining cap space, this would actually be a really good trade if Will Barton was on a little bit of a cheaper contract and Michael Porter Jr. was on a little bit of a cheaper contract. But that's another reason why the Wizards actually wouldn't do this deal. Actually, the only reason why they wouldn't do this deal is because you're gaining so much cap space. You What... What you want to do if you're going to rebuild or at least retool, you want to gain cap space. Kind of what the Blazers are doing now by retooling or rebuilding. Like the Rockets, Thunder, uh, Pistons, Magic, they're getting cap space, right? So um, th- this trade wouldn't make sense for the Wizards. And then last, but certainly not least, the trade that I think makes most sense where the Wizards get the most assets, but it's also the most realistic trade. It involves the Sacramento Kings. Right? The Sacramento Kings, 
They have De'Aaron Fox. They have DeMontis Sabonis. Neither of them are number ones. I don't think Beal's a number one either. But if you could get three very, 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 very good number twos, then there's a true possibility to compete. And one of them could turn into a number one. So, while it hurts to say it for the Kings, it got to get rid of Harrison Barnes' contract, which I say it hurts him. I mean, he's a decent player, but he is on a heavy contract. But you, it's one year left on this deal. Uh, 18 million. Uh, he's worth 18 million. So the Wizards get that one year deal. You could just let him go. Same thing with Dante DiVincenzo, 14 million dollars. He could obviously help develop uh, Corey Kispert's defense since they're very similar on offense. They're very similar players. Uh, DiVincenzo can honestly help uh, develop Kispert in that way because he's still going to be a little bit competitive too, right? To develop Porzingis, um, you know, um, Kyle Kuzma, Rudy Hachimura, Denny Avdia. So. You gotta be, you gotta be at least decent to develop these guys. You gotta get some good players in exchange. You get Davion Mitchell, a young point guard that the Wizards could use in the future, especially if they're retooling. You get a 2025 second, a 2022 first, and a 2027 first in exchange for Bradley Beal and Ish Smith. Tell me what you guys think of this trade. And I'm gonna put that down below. Um, I'm gonna put a uh, a poll. Does the Wizards Kings trade involving Bradley Beal would that be a good trade for both teams? And then a question: Which trade? made the most sense or maybe uh, uh vice versa but tell me what you guys think of this tra- of these trades because i don't think there's too big of a market for beal since he's on such a big contract and he's very one-dimensional right he's not a great defender he can't really play much point guard even though he definitely showed signs of being able to play a little bit of point guard this year he's not officially a you know a true point guard uh, which is definitely takes off a little bit of his value. And the fact that he's never proven to be a number one, the fact that he's only proven to be a score-empty stats guy, he could change that. Zach Levine's changed that reputation. DeMar DeRozan's changed that reputation. So I'm not saying there's not a possibility that he can. But right now, I think that lowers his stock a little bit, and I think there's only a, a slim market for it right now. That would actually make sense. So there you have it. Those are, I think that was five? Yeah, five trades that I personally believe would make sense for Bradley Beal to get traded on. Now tell me what you, again, tell me what you guys think. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. Uh, we're going, next episode is going to be poss- uh, possibly either Wizards getting a point guard um, or, or something else. And then uh, we can obviously talk about my pick about what the Wizards had, uh, what I had the Wizards, who I had the Wizards taking on my NBA mock draft. 1.0, and then we're going to get into the lottery, lottery reaction the next day. We know we have instant reactions here on Wiz Talk with Chase. So I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did subscribe, follow, share, view. I'm going to publish this episode, and I'm going to sit on my couch. I actually don't sit during Capitals games. I'm going to get my Ovechkin jersey on. I'm going to stand up all three periods, and I'm going to see the Capitals take a 3-2 lead in the series. Dubs, hope you guys did enjoy. And, of course, as always, I will see you next time. Peace.